What's up? Welcome, welcome. Yeah, yeah. Hi, how's it going? This is Thick Thighs. Been patient. And I'm your girl, Delicia. I'm Jordan. Yay, we're back. We're, we're back. back. Sorry we missed you guys. We had a brief hiatus. Yes, yes, yes. Life yes. happened. Life. That's Dee happened. had some stuff come up. I had work. Dee's a mom. I'm getting a back dog on mom. schedule. <laughs> right? Like, getting back on schedule was just rough. But yeah. we're back. We apologize, first and foremost. Um, but we are back, and we just have a lot of shit to talk about. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Life's been happening. So, so I want to first and foremost apologize if you can hear my dogs right now. My husband's not home, and they're like super pissed that Delicia's in the house. They and just no one's don't like them. me. No, well, you've never met them. Yeah, Dee's but afraid because of I'm afraid of animals. <laughs> like I haven't yeah. let them smell me. I haven't let them. So when like I know when I leave, they're just like. Who is she? Where they're is like, she? Right now, Why like, who the fuck here? is this yes. in my house currently? So they're pissed. So if you guys can hear it, mm, sorry, not sorry. Can't right? do anything. It's <laughs> just like if I had my kids here. So yeah. I, I could care less. So Yeah. <laughs> but we do apologize to you guys if you do hear it. Um, but uh, honestly, it's no big deal. Yeah. Get over it. You're fine. <laughs> so tell me. Jay had her first day of yes, Five-year-old. I have my daughter, Jalen. She just had her first day of kindergarten. And she rocked it, dude. Like not she only was so she, cute. Yes, not only was she rocking cute little converse, but um she was like rocking the attitude like mom, get out of here. Aww. And like like half of your momness is like happy about that. You're like, God, I made you strong and brave. And independent. Yeah. yeah. But then you're like, dude, I know you fucking need me. Like <laughs> need me right now. Like you're gonna miss me at some yeah. point. Like I know you're gonna have a hard time peeling your orange. Mm-hmm. So like I can imagine, like, the moms whose, like, kids have, like, severe allergies. You know what I mean? Like, I'd just Dude, be at home, like, I would freaking freak out. out. Yeah, no way. My friend Amanda, like, her kid can't eat egg. And eggs, like, in... Fucking everything. Every fucking yeah. thing. So, um, yeah, she freaks out half the yeah. time. Even at, like, a birthday party, she was like, ah, don't give him that. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, like the cake and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was like, I almost... Mm-hmm. Oh God! Right? Yeah, that would be a lot to handle, and I would feel so bad as a parent if I did that to a kid. Like it would be on accident, but you know yeah, what but I mean. You'd if never you did, forgive yourself. Yeah, like I would just gosh. And I'm, Kobe turned one. Yeah, my kid oh turned my one. God. See, guys, like life really just did happen, like in the midst of two Aww, weeks. So she was so cute. Yeah, we had her themed party, uh, 101 Dalmatians, because she turned one, and I dressed her up like a little pup. Little it's cute puppy. because she's like your very traditional kid, and Jay is like, I want like a Batman, Superman, yeah, like spider Jaylen's themed. Like, <laughs> like right now, Jalen's obsessed with Sonic the Hedgehog. That's so funny. So I on like I'm having a hard time deciding Halloween costumes. I know it seems early, but it's not when no, you not. like make your own costumes at home and shit. Mm-hmm. So it's either between Sonic and Tails. And uh, Tom and Jerry. Oh, my God. Because they're going to match until yeah. I could not, like, in- handle it anymore. And yeah. they're just like, I'm going to match the shit out of them. <laughs> I mean, you have to do it while they can't make a choice. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> make them do what you want to like, do. That's parenting. <laughs> Kobe can't say shit. No. So she got, I at least have three more years with her. Jay, oh. she's independent, remember. Yeah, she's so getting there. I got to kind of go off of what she kind of wants. And Tom and Jerry mm-hmm. and Sonic are her thing right now. That's both hilarious. Yeah. That's awesome. So uh, what's going on with you? How How's um, life? I don't know. It's kind of stressful. Like, I don't know. I've... <laughs> Not only did I've... you get a ticket in the mail. Fuck, dude. My <laughs> husband got a fucking ticket. Like, listen. 
So, and this is like the least of my life currently, but my fucking husband has been pulled over 12 goddamn times and only gotten one ticket. It's like his favorite bragging point. He He's like, I could get it. out of tickets. Yeah, it's because he blinks his pretty little blue eyes mm -hmm. and whomever the officer is, man, woman, or just gender like, fluidity. They fall in love. They love it. Yeah. <laughs> so whatever. He turns on his little fucking charm and gets out of a ticket every single time. But this time it was one of the traffic cameras you know so he couldn't blink shit in no my one. fucking car <laughs> so i got the ticket like and it came in the mail you guys fucking like, sent to they, me so it's in her name and to her house and she's like oh what's this i have mail and then it's like you have a ticket and yeah. then she sees like it literally a picture comes, of my fucking husband yeah it comes with like photo proof God. So, like, and it's clear as fuck yeah too. like i saw i was like that's funny and i was like he was either being like oh shit i'm gonna beat the light and Jordan's like, no, he was like, oh, shit, like yeah. in the middle of saying that. And because he like was confused. And I was like, you just fucking ran a red light. Like you just <laughs> I saw the flash. You just fucking ran a red. Whatever. I don't know what it is. I like I know I am. But um, we're married. But I'm always like a habitual car like rule follower. I'm like, uh, if it's I'm like not. more red, I'm not going to go. Like if I know red's coming, but if it just turned yellow, I'll mm -hmm. fucking go. But like, you know how some people are like, yeah. oh, it's fucking red. I'm still going to fucking go. That's my husband. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, I'm but not also like he has no front license plate. So I feel like he probably gets away with that shit more than he should. Right. He and that's why he doesn't plate. get. <laughs> yeah. But I, I don't, I have both. So well, I, yeah, whatever. That's just, so like, it's so know, fucking annoying. That's married life for you guys. That's married life. <laughs> that, like, even when he actually does legitimately earn a fucking ticket it goes under my name, her name <laughs> my fucking name yeah. so he still technically has his bragging rights but until... i think i can fight it though because they just go by like who's in the photo oh, you so i think that, that i can shit. be like no that's not me and i wouldn't even say i'd be like uh i don't know who it is honestly yeah it looks like my, <laughs> my car friend. got stolen i don't really know <laughs> it sorry. looks like my husband's friend i don't know uh sorry right <laughs> it but, wasn't us i don't know i mean otherwise like I don't know. I've been like not sleeping. Like, I've only been sleeping like three hours a night, mm -hmm. and I don't fucking know why. Like, I need to like go see a doctor or something. But like, insomnia is a real like problem for right. Me right now, right. and it's so shitty because like, I mean, I think it'd be one thing if I only like worked part time or like if I was able to like work shorter shifts. But I, I mean, you know me, I work. I work a lot constantly and I work full time <laughs> and I'm like when I work I'm on my feet the whole time I do like there's like 17,000 no steps when I'm at work yeah and so I get home and I'm just like mentally physically Drained. just exhausted and then you still can't go and to then bed. I still can't sleep and yeah. that's probably the most frustrating thing oh my god it's the worst the other day I was like and it was even more frustrating because I knew I had fallen asleep and the dog woke me up ah, that's like a baby dude right it was like 20 minutes and then i was just up all night i had to get i went upstairs and i like watched tv and see man like i i know we give credit to like moms but we gotta give credit to dog moms because like you're doing that shit for like not even a human <laughs> like you know what i mean oh like, thank yeah, you yeah like i'm just saying we gotta give it up to those dog moms out that's there. what like, i was telling my husband that i was like i am a fantastic dog mom like 
when the time comes that we do have children, like, I'm sure there's some sort of carryover right there. Right. Like, <laughs> like this is going to get me. Because when you do become, like, a mom mom to, like, a human, yeah. um, that shit does carry over. But then it's, like, a whole different thing. You're like, ooh, I'm the top mom at the dog park. <laughs> then you're like, ooh, top mom of, like, kindergarten starts now. Mm-hmm. Like, who's going to bring the best snacks? Who's oh, and I've already, because I'm like, I'll walk my dogs and I'm like, see other people. I'm like, oh, your dog's fat. Your dog's ugly. Overweight. Overweight <laughs> yeah. dog. You overfeed your dog. <laughs> yeah. um, that's not good so, on their heart. Like, damn it. I shouldn't be such a judgy bitch. But right? like. But hey, you're a good dog it. mom. And it keeps you up. So it's like, you know, you got to figure out how to get some sleep. But know that when it's your dog who wakes you up, that person loves you. Or that dog. And it was. <laughs> she woke me up because she was like trying to scoot closer to me and cuddle. Oh, so it was it's even more love. But yeah. you're still like, dude, I never sleep. I I need sleep right now. And then I start to get frustrated and I'm like, God damn. And then I get hot and it's just like, it just goes downhill, (laughs) you know, like, fuck it, man. I'm over it. But hopefully, hopefully. We can figure out the whole sleep thing. And when. I just need to see a doctor, I think, eventually. Like, yeah, if it but keeps remember, sleeping medication is like addicting. You can get addicted to Oh, I know. Well, I don't. T- I try not to take it because like I'll sleep, but then the next morning I'll wake up and I'll just feel hungover. Yeah. So that's why I like try not that's to do it. That's how I feel. Yeah. No. <laughs> so like, that's, I like always try not to do it, but um, we were talking earlier. Uh-huh. We want to address some stuff with Sean. Okay. Yeah. So episode. our last episode, we've had a lot of like feedback, you know. Um, I, I've seen a few, I've seen more comments, especially like from my family, <laughs> uh, some of like my guy cousins related to it. And I was like, yeah. uh, don't make me smack you. Uh, yeah. they thought he was amazing. And then, um, some guys and girls were like, uh, so like so the much. biggest piece of feedback I heard was like, <laughs> let's start by saying this. Sean identifies as a liberal. He identifies as a feminist. Like mm-hmm. he's on our team. And maybe Delisi and I didn't call him out as much as we probably should have. And I think the reason why we didn't do that is not because we were just going to give a guest free range to talk. Because right. that's not what we do. Um, I think it's like we know his intentions. And right. We, we know what he stands for. I think for. it's different when you're sitting here looking someone in the eye and you can see their facial expressions and their body language in addition to hearing their voice. Mm-hmm. And so we saw this other part of Sean that the audience didn't see. And maybe we just didn't like... Take and we also like no yeah so we were just kind of like uh maybe like we were kind of uh, honestly i was kind of like waiting for him to get to the like the big point and then i right. was like no wait that was your point <laughs> i was like wait i should have said something like right. five minutes ago yeah so well anyway what's some what of the thing heard- what's one one thing you heard that some of the stuff he said was not necessarily in line with the feminist like movement. our views, yeah, yeah. Um, like the steak analogy. I mm-hmm. think that was like the biggest one. Explain it a little, um, real quick. He said that like with Selena, whatever her name is, Selena Powell, yeah. that if you're, you have two steak restaurants and you have a thousand dollars to spend and you've been hearing so much, so much about this one steak and nothing about the other one, you're more likely to spend your money on the high dollar, high price steak because you've been hearing so much about it instead of going to the one that's easy. Yes. Yeah. And definitely kind of like not not great to (laughs) compare women to meat, pieces of meat. Literally Um, piece of a meat. (laughs) But I think it's a really good lesson. I mean, like there's so many like, yeah, Sean identifies as as an ally, as a feminist, as someone who wants to speak for women. A supporter, yes. And 
he, he still two, has things to learn. Yeah. You know, he has two women. He has a, a beautiful, independent wife. But there's so many other things that he doesn't do correctly. I'm like, girls, don't you think I've had these, like, fights with him? Like, hey, 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 hey. Like, right. you can't say that. Like, you have two girls now. Right. Like, oh, that's not that funny. But I think it's important <laughs> to know, like, especially, like, me being a white person, like, there's things I have to learn about racism or white feminism. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? There's, and I think there's a lesson to be learned in that. Just Even because you hear supporters. someone, yes, just because you hear someone say something that's not, that doesn't align with the agenda doesn't mean that they're not still a supporter or an ally. Maybe they just have to rethink about how they're saying things or exactly. learn what's correct. They're not used correct. to that. They're yeah. like, just like someone wouldn't be used to just the verbiage in a trans community. Exactly. Like, you know, like, oh, uh, like some people don't do it on purpose, but they will still refer to them as their old sex. Yeah. You know, like he and she's a she now. Like, well, you know. I remember, like we had a um, we had someone at my old job apply for a transfer from another location, and um, it was I don't want to say the name or anything like that, just in case, but it was a very like unisex name. Uh-huh. Um, and so when I called to get information about, the, I had spoken to this person over the phone, and it sounded very female, uh-huh. very female, like Southern twang, like cute southern bell type female voice and so when i called to get a reference on the old location they referred to that person as he and i said oh my gosh i'm really sorry like i just want to ask so that i don't offend this person but is it a guy is it, is it? and he, she said to me oh he, this person prefer, prefers male pronouns and so i was like okay 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 but after that point in my mind it was really hard to switch off automatically calling that person a she yeah. that i had to stop and think about it before it came out of my mouth yeah and that's all about learning and that's like literally no disrespect right and like i under like sean i think that point would have been like a good point like hearing so much stuff about stuff but i think the comparison um one to me was bad (laughs) especially when catcalling is such a problem and it's literally because people are looking at you like you're a a piece piece of of meat meat. and i think that was like one big thing and just the way, you know, the way it was said. Mm-hmm. But then we also, like, we got to remember, like, yeah, he, he's also a guy. Mm-hmm. Um, a guy who supports equality. Um, and I don't want to make an excuse, like, be like, oh, he's a guy. Guys still no, think I that mean, way. I mean, I think it's understandable. But it's like, yeah, and I think that's what um, we needed to address. Yeah, let people the, know. Like, I, yeah, I mean, everybody people, makes All mistakes. people. In- but also, guys, like. There's a reason that we identify as an entertainment podcast. Like, this is not a fucking news politics podcast. We're entertainment. (laughs) Like, we're not saying we're 100% correct all the time. Right? Like, we are not saying this is 100% news. Like, facts. This is a lot (laughs) of opinion-based. Yeah, like, this is a lot of opinion-based. A lot of shit is fact-checked, though. So, like, don't. We do try when we can. It's our opinion Don't get it twisted. um, Yeah, like, we're not saying we're right. And. Honestly, it was fun to get those comments back yeah. from some viewers. Um, kind of like, hey, we kind of feel like we know what you're about. And that's kind of like not what you're about. Right. So thank you for that. Yeah. Like- <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I think that brings up a good next point because I feel like I've had to research a lot on today's topic. I don't know about you, mostly because it kind of came out of nowhere for well, me. Really? Yeah. Because um, the world's focused on so much shit right now hurricane mm-hmm. harvey like just oh yeah you were Texas. saying since the like, fucking eclipse dude man. <laughs> the eclipse like okay I, like 
I don't. What day was it? I can't. The twenty fourth. Whatever. Monday, but we had an eclipse, all right? Like, and it hasn't had one in like a cool minute. And literally after the eclipse, wildfires break out in the northwest. Hurricanes. Fucking hurricanes. Like Florida. Florida's all in jeopardy now with this mm-hmm. Irma bitch. Like so much shit has mm-hmm. gone down. Like, yeah. And one of the most unfortunate things that like there's so much destruction. So many people in Texas right now. Florida. Florida fearing getting ready mm-hmm. for shit. People in Texas trying to like rebuild their entire lives. Mm-hmm. And now they're faced with some like more emotional baggage. Yeah. With some more shit that Trump's done. Well, and it's it's frustrating to me too because like you read the comments and all of it is like, well, why didn't these people evacuate? Why didn't they do, they do this? And I think it's really easy to place blame on that but it's hard when you're living paycheck to paycheck barely able to afford rent or food or clothes for your family to suddenly have to prepare for what is potentially a few weeks gas to get their hotel stay to pick up your entire family and feed them and drive and don't hours. forget oh don't forget a 12 bottle pack of water being yes. like charged oh, up to 28 dollars remember were you i i think you were with us my freshman year at bethany when we went to play soccer we went down to texas and it was during a hurricane yeah and coach was like why the fuck are these hotels so expensive and it was because people were evacuating for the hurricanes and that so was- keep that in mind too is that it's not just a regular 80 dollar a night hotel room no. they jack this shit up up to three hundred dollars a night, and these poor people literally they poor can't people leave. cannot afford it. They can't leave. No. They can't go somewhere. And like, um, no offense, but like fucking mega churches don't open their doors <laughs> for. I don't evacuees. buy the shit that he was flooded. I don't fucking no, buy it. I'm no, sorry, it wasn't like no. if it was flooded. How are you there? But the next also, day? there's houses that are flooding, and people are sitting on their roofs. Like, if your fucking basement is flooded and the structural integrity of your church is fine, you fucking let people come in and sit. Do they get you know out what I'm of saying? them? They need shelter. They need yeah. somewhere. And it's like, well, you know, maybe we should have opened the doors. No, yeah, no fucking, fucking shit. shit. Like, God damn. Like, sorry, God, I used your name in vain. But or open shit. your fucking house. Yeah, like, man. We've all seen his castle. And you know what? Okay, I'm going to say this. Joel Osteen, whatever the hell his name is, Mr. Mega Church, Mr. Money, Mr. I Don't He's Help greedy. My People. He is spot on for a real life little finger from Game of Thrones. I don't care what anyone says. Stop. He is oh little my God. finger from Game of Thrones. <laughs> I never like even thought I don't that. know why I move my finger There's whenever like, I say little finger. <laughs> rad, 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 rad. But little, he is like little finger. He's so creepy. Yeah. I watched his interview, man, on a local news in Houston, and this cat was sweating. All right, he was sweating bullets. He was like, "Oh God, all right." And then the news mm-hmm. goes, "Hi, Joel," and he was like, "Hi, it's a glorious day. We're out here." His whole fucking demeanor changed, yeah. and I was like, "All right, little finger." It's just shady as sh- like. And the problem is, I saw a comment too that someone was sorry. We're like going off on a tangent <laughs> on him, but what? Who cares? It's our podcast. Um, <laughs> I saw a comment from someone that was like, "Oh, the Bible never says it's wrong to be rich." It doesn't. That, they're right. It no. does not say it's wrong to be rich. It does say that you should give to people. It says, so, and it says like a portion of all your riches. Like, yes. Of your so income. The like, fact that he has this huge ass fucking castle and we've never heard about him purchasing a home for a, a family in need or someone on the streets. He's a $10 is million mind boggling to $10 million me. home, $53 million network. Exactly. You could have, a, exactly. you could have a, a really beautiful half million dollar home and feed 20 people. I'm sorry. House 20 people. 
with the rest of what your house currently costs. Mm-hmm. And that's not including your utilities, your upkeep, your housekeepers, your lands- heard, landscapers. Like, I read comments where people were literally like, yeah, well, you know, that there's a lot of nice shit in that church and they don't want these people to come on. That's so rude. I was like, are that's you so fucking kidding rude. me? Mm-hmm. I was like, you, you're worried about carpets and, and, and shit in a church yeah. and these people's literally houses are underwater. Yeah. And the thing that gets me is like, I was just like, okay, so... He says, well, if we would have known and we were asked sooner, we would have opened your doors. One, your door should have been open already, too. Um, you say, like, well, it's really not our fault because our governor and mayors, like, you know, didn't tell us people to leave earlier. Like, blah, blah, blah. I'm mm-hmm. like, dude, like, what kind of man of God puts blame like that and shit mm-hmm. on other people? Listen, like, like, my mom was raised Catholic. I was raised and she Catholic. she doesn't, like, she doesn't go to church or anything anymore. But, like, I always judge, like, by, like, what my mom would say and to see what is, like, a good response because she is – she has one of the biggest hearts ever. And her response is, like, oh, my gosh, I hope they get out okay. So how can you have such a large place like that in Houston? And if your first thought as a good, spiritual, Christian person is not, I hope they get out okay, followed directly by, oh, I can help people with this. Right. You're doing something incorrectly. Yeah. Something yeah. does not connect there. Right. Yeah. Like, and and I think that and I know like this is totally off topic, but it, it was just something we had to bring up. That's what's going on in the world. And again, you know, a lot of these people in Houston, um, unfortunately, are going to be like dealt another blow with this DACA thing. And uh, yeah. for, for some of you people that don't know, like here they are trying to rebuild their lives, mm-hmm. looking at everything they lost. And now they're hit with another emotional blow right. of um being forced with deportation of yeah. the only home that they've ever known. And um, that's back again to what we're talking about today. Thank you from Mr. Trump. Mm-hmm. Um, that That's what's happened. And so DACA, I mean, what DACA stands for? It's Deferred Action for Childhood Aliens, I think, quote unquote aliens. Yes. I, I don't like that word. But um, what it is, yeah, it's it, it's an American immigration policy founded by the Obama administration. Whoop, whoop. June 2012. Love you. That's my dog. I miss sorry, him. I, sorry. Um, he allows certain illegal immigrants who've entered this country as minors to receive a renewable two-year period of a deferred action from deportation and eligibility for a work So it's a, it's, a, it's a two-year green card, essentially. Yeah. yeah. And they have to reapply everything. And $500, is, by the way. Yes. The thing is, is okay, we're going to definitely get on on how these people are contributing to the community yeah. already and how how it's literally opposite from what he said when he was like still fucked up for saying we're just going to get the druggy rapists and thugs oh. out of here. Um, he's literally doing the complete opposite with this program. Um, these kids came here. As infants, as right. six years old, six as is seven, the median age. I'm yes. sure you saw that yep, too. That's the average age of the anyone da- who's ever been around six year olds knows they're babies. Dude, just that's my babies. daughter. That's yeah. my daughter. She's just started kindergarten. We just mm-hmm. talked about that. That's her. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry if my if I like my mom was gonna like jet off to America. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna fucking rock with her. I'm gonna mm-hmm. go with my mom. Like people really want to place blame on these people and saying like, well, they should have tried to get illegal before. Half the time, a lot of these kids do not even know they're illegal until they apply for jobs until they go to get their license or apply for college. uh, Yes. And they see like, look, you're not legal. (laughs) I saw something too. Like, yeah, it's not the kid's fault, but their parents failed them. There's, 
most of these people, I think it's something like 78% of the DACA recipients are from Mexico. And part of the problem is because these people don't have safe places to be. They just have to flee, you know? And we we tout and spout this American dream, American dream bullshit and say it's available to everyone. And these people are in poor downtrodden villages that are being run by drug cartels or um their resources are being depleted to go fund the tourist attractions in mexico and then we're not offering them the ability to easily be a citizen and the thing is is this program was a way like one of the things i always hear like we need stricter borders we need to know who's here these people were literally Signing up for this program on their their own, on their own to pay taxes into this country, Mm -hmm. to make sure they pay their fines, to make sure that they do everything to know where their addresses are. That's what's scary. These people forfeited this information because they did what was right. They were doing what was asked of them. Mm -hmm. They were doing everything that everyone says. Like they were trying to get legal. And the thing is, is now they gave all this information now because of Trump to a country who can go and find them real quick and deport mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, Trump is a coward for for putting this onto Congress now, saying Congress needs to figure out a thing when he did this. Mm-hmm. And there was there's no economically, socially, any fucking reason to do this right now. We're not going to make money. We're going to lose money. The type of people that he is kicking out of this country, no, no, not all are great, but 100% are felon free. 100% crime rate is, they do not have No, they don't. And they can't, they have to have, if they have a misdemeanor, it has to be certain classifiable. If they have certain kinds of misdemeanors, any drug, violent, anything like that, Um, you're out of the program. They cannot have a felony charge. Um, and I have on that, while you were talking about cost, I have some stuff, too, that I wanted to bring up as far as cost goes. Like, 91% of the DACA earners have jobs. Mm-hmm. So, aside from costs to physically deport them, what we're losing when we deport them, those jobs of the 91% of these kids, mm-hmm. it will cost the U.S. $460 billion over 10 years. Yes, without the program. Exactly. I literally have that. That is the exact Look at homie. Yeah. Like, it would on, cost, on the same page. It would cost employers $3.4 billion in turnover costs, and it would reduce, con- reduce contributions to Medicare and Social Security by $24.6 billion over 10 years. That, I, I got that from FWD.us. It's an immigration, it's a pro-immigration um, uh, website. website so sure their their facts are, are very pro-immigration but and look we know trump's about his money so why is he gonna right. get rid of this it's especially be- when we have bigger fish to fry right now especially right? when we need north the money korea in places like, like texas that will need all this money to recover from the hurricanes mm-hmm. um i saw something that something like 70 percent of um people that use daca in texas are affected by this hurricane yeah. so we're going to suddenly take away all that tax money that these guys are earning that we can use, we can literally use as hurricane aid just to say, Ooh, we don't eh, No, You didn't come here legally. Bye. Right. You were brought here as a three-year-old or a six-year-old, but yeah. um, it's all your fault. It's all your fault. We're going to punish you for your parents' mistakes. And we're deporting them to countries that especially, I mean, six is the median age. Like, what do you remember from six? 
they don't know this they country. They only know this country. They don't right. know the country. They don't. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They don't know the country they came, they quote unquote came from. Like they are and, and as American as it's not from Mexico, fools. It ain't from Mexico. No, it's okay? not. I saw. I have a story about a girl from South Korea. Exactly. There's yeah. a lot of people here who are using this program to truly better themselves and to honestly remain in this program. You have to be in good standing with the forever changing rules. Right. And the thing is, is what what Trump said he used as a. It, used it as an excuse saying well that's what you get like pretty much saying like oh well obama just forced this into it Mm -hmm. and when you do that shit could get returned when the new guy comes in and he's just the asshole who wants to overturn anything right and that's it's hard it's hard too for me because there's some people and you've seen it on our facebook well what has trump done that is racist this numero uno right here getting rid of daca there's literally no benefits here except that it will get rid of those Few amount eight hundred thousand dollar Mexican people, yeah. or eight hundred thousand. It number says the of- average DACA recipient is twenty six and came to the U.S. at the age of six. Ninety one percent are employed. Real quick, one hundred percent have no felony no criminal felonies. record. They pay five hundred to revenue every two years. Mm-hmm. That's eight hundred million mm-hmm. for all the people in the program now. There is no legitimate economic security reason to end this program. Mm-mm. What other than is it to let these people know what the superior race is, and that's Trump's. And yeah. that is his whole agenda, dude. When you can't when you can't say shit is wrong for people being racist and all crazy in your country, um, and then you do this, like, literally two weeks after, and then the majority of the recipients are affected by... This hurricane, like, right. dude, that's like a kick while they're down. Yeah. And there's no reason for it. Yeah. If uh, if there was a reason, if he said it was going to save us money, if he said it was going to, like, even then, if it saved us money, I'd be like, fuck that. These are people's life. Mm-hmm. Um, They're doing, some of these people are doing better shit than I could ever dream mm-hmm. of. Literally, literally, I read a story on a paramedic who's over there in Hurricane Harvey saving people's life, yeah. man. He's a first responder saving people's life. Braver than me, braver than you. I can never do a job like that. God, like fucking white people suck sometimes, dude. dude. And, and we're gonna kick this person. And I can out say that because I'm white. I'm half. Well, I'm half. Yeah, I'm half. I just don't like saying that, but fuck, yeah. I'm half. And um, we're kicking these people out for what reason? And 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 if you could give me a real reason, I'll take you up on that. I'll I'll ride with you. I'll live mm-hmm. chat with you. I, I want to we'll sit down and I want to understand your reason. I really want to understand this. I want to mm-hmm. understand how you and, and I'm going to even get as deep as this how someone can be proud of this country right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I can't. And, and I've lost friends and whatnot, mm-hmm. but I cannot be proud Listen, of this is going on right now. Just because someone doesn't throw up a Nazi salute and wave the Nazi flag outside their home does not mean they're not racist. Racism, like we were talking about, um, and we're going to address race in one of our episodes, and we'll go deeper into it, but racism a lot of time is not that person shouting the N-word from the corner. It is usually decisions like these yeah. that kind of fly under the radar unless people call you out on it it's choosing to sit at uh, you know a table that's fully crowded of white people instead of sitting with the lone two or three black people just because they're black it's these small tiny unconscious decisions that the average everyday person makes without even thinking sometimes and, and when that's you don't racism. see it yeah that's the part that that people don't understand it may not be blatant. My husband may, may not be getting called the N-word everywhere we go right. and whatnot. But but when we got pulled over by the cop in our nice-ass neighborhood in Oklahoma City, mm-hmm. the first thing he said wasn't like license. It was say, what are you doing in this neighborhood? Mm-hmm. What are you doing? 
or when people Ooh, what you, know, you mean i live here this that that big yep. ass house that that's my house right my husband pays that like get the hell out of here what are you right. doing in this neighborhood or when Ooh, someone sees you go back to your a black man apartment. walking down the street and I'm a white man walking the down side. the streets exactly or they lock their car door when they see the black man but yeah. don't do anything for the, I, that's it's these small tiny things they're called microaggressions yeah. microaggressions it's these small things that snowball into this larger ideal and that's giving 40 i don't even like to say his name it's giving 45 this momentum to make decisions like this because he knows people will back him up by saying well they should have never come here illegally in the first place he's using this agenda of hate which he's done since his fucking campaign and i'm over it the donald needs to get out of here and i'm over it i'm over that these kids are actually and, and, and to me, I, I know we shouldn't call them kids because people are like, they're not kids. They, they're 29 years old. All of them are under old. 31. They're, they're under 31. So I'm then 29, man. To, you're 29. You and, have two kids. Dude. So these people have children who have been born in the United States who are more than likely young children, infants. And who are fucking super fucking American, all right? They're and will lose They've their been parents. Here, born will here. lose their parents who are trying to fill out the paperwork and become as quote-unquote legal legal as they can be right so i looked into too like what does it take to become a a citizen you have like you can't live here so these people that we're talking about that leave for extent because there's extenuating circumstances where they come from so they just evacuate as fast as they can you have to um like get a green card and prove that you are able to live here for like five years before you can become a citizen so that green card, like, you have to prove, one, that you can, like, purchase a home, that you can be stable, that you can, um, like, stay in one place. And a lot of them, first of all, don't have the monetary resources to do that. No. Most average Americans don't have the – oops, sorry, guys. Most everyday Americans don't have the resources to do that. Um, right. Most Americans are living paycheck to paycheck anyway, so they can't prove a certain amount either way. But they're – so they have to prove that they can stay in fi- for five years – uh, but when they first apply, they can't be in the United States. They have to go back. So you're asking these people who have fleed for whatever reason because they don't have a home or like we were talking about crime. resources on yes. crime, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. You're asking these people who fleed that place for a safety reason to go back, sit and wait for the U.S. government to approve their green and card application. And then when they don't have jobs that are paying them well in Mexico, then they have to prove that financially they're able to support themselves for five years in the United States. How fucking ridiculous is that? Right. Most, I mean, there's no way. It's so impossible. Like, if we had to do that to go to another country, right? Do you see how ridiculous that is? On top of, oh, on top of that, they have to pass all of these um, English speaking writing bullshit tests. tests. I don't know who freaking sewed the freaking flag. All right, maybe your name is Betsy Ross. You have to pass a writing test. You have to say, okay, write this down in English or read this out loud for me in English. English is not the national language of the United States of America. We do not have one for a reason. So the fact that we're telling these immigrants that they have to speak a certain language is unconstitutional. And the American English is so effed up. Get a freaking book by Bill Bryson. It's called Mother Tongue. It literally shows how difficult the American English is to learn compared to any other thing. Yeah. My husband took freaking like six years of French. He don't know shit, but he knows more Spanish. Very Because it relates more back and forth 
mm-hmm. um, then English. Like, yeah. it is hard. Like, we literally have there, there, and there. Okay? Yeah. Like, that makes no sense to someone. I before E, except after E. Yeah, fuck that shit. Except after C. And, but there's also, like, 800 exceptions. And then all your vowels are A-E-I-O-U, but sometimes Y and W. Right. <laughs> and you're right. like, but when, when sometimes Y and W. And there's the word though, but the word through. Yeah. But there's also the word through and thou and though. And they're all said different. Read you know? and read. Why does one word mean two things? Yeah. Like it's, it's, I mean, it's very difficult. So like I said, the fact that one, we're expecting them to know this language that they're not even allowed to live in our country. So they can't speak it in their everyday lives because they're speaking Spanish. Right. So we're asking them to be fluent in a language that's not even the national language of our country is absolutely backwards. To it's me. just sad, man. Like it's just sad that, that a country that was founded on mm-hmm. in, immigrants, that the, the fucking melting pot of the, the world so many people came so many people made this fucking country great and i'm not talking about no christopher columbus bullshit i'm talking about when people immigrated from italy when people yeah we're immigrated all from- about um what is it now it's not columbus day anymore no it's, it's indigenous, indigenous people's, people's day. day yeah, yeah. here at the guys and patients we love indigenous people yeah day. fuck columbus yeah. so i'm not talking about those people they didn't make shit great they took what was already great here and they, they right. fucked it up honestly you know they messed it up so I'm talking about the immigrants who did come here, who who did make it, who, right. who brought over this great food, who brought over work ethics, people who wanted to be better. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about those people, and those people are the ones we're kicking out now. Who do the jobs that, <coughs> honestly, and I'm just going to say it, they do we the jobs that do. white people won't do because they want to get paid higher wages for it. And don't get me wrong, they should get paid higher wages for that. But the fact that they don't is what is literally keeping our economy afloat right now. Fruits and vegetables and things like that are affordable because Someone these farmers exactly are like, paying these people dirt, dirt cheap to go and pick them. And then they pay them in cash at the end of the day so they can go home. You know what I mean? Like there's just real quick. I want you to do something. Close your eyes and honestly imagine this world we live in right now. And imagine this country without a single immigrant in this person legally illegally whatever i wouldn't be here i one i wouldn't be here Mm -hmm. but i'm saying like y'all shit wouldn't have shit all right like you wouldn't have you wouldn't know what the hell to do with cotton you wouldn't know how to make no good food you wouldn't know shit like that and that's because other people came to this uh, i don't want to say con because slaves they didn't come here on their own they was brought here that's fucked up yeah they were taken but they still brought culture. They still brought something with them. Right. And those cultures make up this entire country. And we mm. are literally trying to say one culture is more superior and better. And if you ain't the America, shit, fool. The American culture is immigrants. It is right. everything. That's what we have been founded on. That's what it's been from the get-go. Yeah. So it's like, and the thing is, we ain't getting rid of no rapists. We ain't getting no rid of druggies. No. I'm telling you, Ohio has one of the big... Ohio. You tell me how many immigrants are in Ohio, and you don't tell me they got the biggest one. One fucking medication, pill-popping animals mm-hmm. over there, heroin and meth. That's mm-hmm. some white people, yo. So... Yeah. I mean, the thing is, is... Uh, we're not kicking out no rapists. And if we do that, we better start kicking out citizens in our own country who make our shit look bad. But we- also, like, I want to just pull out a problem with Donald Trump's statements of they're, they're rapists. One, we know that's not true because every woman who's been raped, we know the statistics. You are more likely to be raped by someone by that you what? know than yeah. by someone that's a stranger. We know that. Two, um, 
rapists are not convicted in this country. That's also something we know. It's so a it's problem like you for don't know they're rapists report. because exactly. rapists don't get convicted. So you're saying that they're a rapist based on what they look like? That's not okay. Start convicting rapists, and, and then, then we'll I'll talk tell about you who like we're who's back. a rapist. We'll yeah. tell you who a Let's rapist is. Let's pay the fucking money to process we'll all the rape statistics kits that are fucking to show chilling you. in places like New York and Denver and Dallas because no one wants to spend the money to we'll process make a rape, rape kits. A rapist, and we can find who the rapists check are. Check a motherfucking box for their ethnicity, Bye. and then we'll give some statistics. But we don't yeah. convict rapists, so we can't do that shit either. So don't call one class of people just by their skin color right. how they look at it. And the thing is, it's so crazy. Like it's so crazy that I'm fighting for like this shit for like mexican people now hispanics like you know south south american people like that yeah. it's so crazy that that we're we're not gonna kick out shitty people from here man we're gonna kick out what they call to themselves what they refer to themselves as the true dreamers the people who yeah. want that american dream we have americans in this country right now who don't even take this dream serious and i'm one of them i was mm-hmm. able to have a higher education i was able to go to college yeah i'm still paying that debt and uh, whatever but i still had that opportunity man right. these people I have a friend, and his name's Luis, and if he listens, what up, Luis? He posted a thing that he worked in a financial aid office for several years in a college, and he had people who were illegal offer him $30,000 to just get their kid to I- into classes, into college. Like, my kids work so hard for this. Please don't punish them. Crying in his office. And he can't do shit, man. Yep. And these people, I have I have people I went to high school with. I, I and, and no offense, I know college ain't for everyone, but I know none of us had a, even a fucking dream, man. And these people are working on this dream since they've been six years old. You think their family didn't tell them, no, you gotta get good grades, you gotta get, you can't can't fuck up you can't do nothing and i'm telling you when you're in poverty and when you're in a lesser area when you're in a crime rooted area when there's a liquor store in every car corner it's hard not to get in trouble okay mm-hmm. so these people had been on a clean straight knowing that they can't fuck up their whole life and there's, there's some that don't do it and there's a lot who do and we're yes. getting, we're kicking out the ones who did not do yeah. not done did they did they're mm-hmm. on productive lives but and there's something them too out. and i was trying to look up the name of the politician who said it but i i, I can't remember um used to be a, a governor or a mayor of some city in texas i love him uh but he said one time that um the american Ram? dream no no no, no. Yeah. it's a it's a hispanic fellow he's a twin um And he said, the American dream is not a sprint. It is not even a marathon. The American dream is a relay race and that you have a dream and you do what you can to advance your position. But more than likely, that position will not be attainable in your lifetime. So what you do is you get as far as you can and then you pass it to your family member, to your child. Mm -hmm. They get as far as they can and they pass it to their child. So... Using this analogy, I mean, we're talking about these these people that came here to get to just live, yeah, to make to a living. Be a better and life. then their their children now are trying to do the right thing by paying their taxes, getting jobs, and going to college. There's only so far they can go. And then they're passing that baton to their children who are naturalized citizens. Yeah. They were born here. You know, and then I mean their possibilities are endless. They can be lawmakers, they can be paraprofessionals, whatever they want to be. But I mean, that is the epitome of that American dream. I mean, we have to think about that. This and we is, don't respect that. And no. we want to say that that's who we are, that this country is for that and this and that. And and, and the truth is, in all honesty, it's not right now. It's not. And, and, and when Barack Obama created this in 2012, man, it was. Mm-hmm. It was giving these people a chance. You know, they knew. They knew it was going to be in limbo 
even when he did it because the way he had to do it because Congress fucked him all the time, man. Yeah. But but the thing like what people need to realize so much is that this like to be a part of this to 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 be able to be in this program you had to be in the U.S. before 2007 and been 15 or younger. Yo, 2007. All right, I just graduated high school in 2006. So you telling me we only started worrying about this problem in 2007 and shit like that? Like, that's my issue with this. And I honestly, this is my biggest issue with this. Like, we let this shit go on for how long? Mm -hmm. We let people live here for how long? Mm -hmm. We let people come over our borders saying we have a process, this and that. We didn't. We wasn't securing nothing. We wasn't securing no borders. We wasn't doing it the way people thought we were doing it. Mm -hmm. And now that we want to somehow put some control on it, we're trying to clean up a problem that's been going on for like how long that Mm -hmm. y'all government Mm -hmm. has not been addressing. Mm -hmm. And now you want to do it. And now you want to, like you want to get the good ones. Mm-hmm. You want to get the good ones, man. Mm-hmm. I know they are, ain't all valedictorians, and I know that. But you know what? They ain't got no felonies. Shit, I've had some good lawyers to get me out of two felonies. So right. let me just That's say that. Like, like the average, I'm a normal day. person, yo. I'm right. not no criminal. I'm not no crazy ass person. I just got in some fucked but up situation. These DACA dreamers are probably have better standing and they than you. Be, and yes, I. man. They 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 have a better record than me. Right. I went to college. I had this opportunity and I had a, honestly, I had a given opportunity, white privilege, whatever you want to call it. I had that because, because yeah, I had opportunity for this. I was able to get into programs that, that these people, illegals can't get into. Mm -hmm. People want to say they're on welfare. People want to say that you can't get welfare without a social ID, social security card. You can't. can't. Mm -hmm. I don't care what you say. Prove it to me. I will go to my fucking death's door telling you that because you can't, man. I want to mention something too. Like we were talking about earlier about like illegals working on farms and stuff like that. That is by no means the only jobs those people have, obviously. We were using that as an example. I worked at Jason's Um, Deli in Oklahoma City and I'll call them out and every single one in that back kitchen was an illegal. And you know what? You know what? I had this, his guy's name was Pedro. He didn't speak a lick of English, but he was the nicest man Hard ever. Hard worker, too, I bet. Hard fucking worker. He came into work one day. He was having an appendicitis attack, all right? Oh. He didn't know it. He didn't know it. Like, I started, I had someone start translating to me what was going on. My boss was like, come on, we need you to be back on the line. I was like, yo, if you don't get him to a hospital right now, I'm going to clock out right now and drive his ass, and I'll worry about translating. Right. Because I threatened her to call corporate with what she was doing, <coughs> she let someone take him to the hospital. Yeah. That's but how like, shady people are, I want are, people man. to think, too, like, the reason we use that as an example is because these jobs that require degrees, these people cannot attain. Obviously, they can't go to college. They can't get a degree. They don't have a social security <laughs> number. Um, what jobs are they taking? But al- Exactly. But also, like you were saying, like just throw any restaurant business under the bus, especially if it's not a corporate owned restaurant business. Uh Okay. Especially privately owned, privately owned, owned, whatever, anything that is, is franchise and not corporate or just mom and pop shops. I, I'm not going to say any names, but I worked at one. Um, they hire illegals in and then they don't have to pay them overtime guys. So when we say they're hard workers, it is literally because they're working overtime, but for the same hourly rate, no pay. Yeah. No pay. Like these ladies, these older ladies, older than my mom, was in there slanging sandwiches, doing everything before the shop even opened. Mm -hmm. Before I got there. And they were not getting paid. And that's what sucks. And they do it because they know they got to keep that job. And it's just sad. It's just sad that we want to kick out ones who want to make it better, who are in school. 
this girl, this one story that I said, she's a junior in college right now. She's studying political science. She wants to be a lawyer. She's her. literally, she's a DACA recipient. Mm-hmm. She She's in turmoil. Her house just got flooded by Hurricane Harvey. Her parents are illegal. And if they deport her, like how, like she does everything for her parents. Like y'all don't realize that y'all don't understand how sad it is. Think of you as a child. When you went to go get a physical, everybody, every kid has to go get a physical before the new year, new school year. Your kid, you went in, your mom made the appointment, your mom told you when it was, your mom called the doctor, the mom let you know what was wrong with you, the mom picked up your prescription, everything. Your mom did every fucking thing for you. Now, imagine it backwards, man. Imagine these DACA recipients at nine years old, only one in their family speaking English at hospital appointments for their grandma. They're translating what's wrong with their grandma, that their grandma's heart's hurting, her blood pressure, her feet swell. This nine-year-old's translating to a doctor what her grandma's telling her, mm-hmm. what what her family member's telling her. This is what they've been going through their whole lives. They've been harder workers than us Americans. They've been going through more shit than us Americans, and they've been dealing with life for real. They grew up real quick. And it's because they wanted a better life, man. Their parents didn't want to come over here, commit crime, make them already a criminal by bringing them over here. Their parents wanted to give them a better life. And the Mm -hmm. truth is, with nothing, with nothing, they made a lot better lives than us Americans have. So I have have some issues, or not issues, I have some people um, that I just wanted to talk about. Just to, like, shed some lights on, like, the average DACA recipient, right? Yeah. So there's some girl, I'm going to just go, like, two or three and just kind of tell you. Um, So her name is in Zhang, she's 28 um when the po- program was announced so she had come over here from south korea on a work a tourist visa and um she had overstayed but she ended up getting into college while that work visa was valid so she was in college um so she like couldn't leave um she was in school she wanted to be here trying to she wouldn't be able to get back so um she applied for daca she got approved but now that daca is being pulled i mean she's lived here for years and years and years she has a boyfriend and everyone's saying oh just marry your boyfriend and get legal status and she's like that's that's not that's not what i want to do like i don't want to depend I don't on someone else to just for my marry citizenship. someone like i want to be a citizen exactly um there's another anaya lely marcos she's 22 in austin she came here when she was six um on top of paying the application fee oh maybe this was someone else um sorry that was someone else i'll go into him later but um she came here when she was six to meet her dad he had come here on his own she had never met her father he was working construction to just Mm -hmm. try to save up money and bring their family over one by one so um she has three younger siblings. They were all born in the United States, so they're fine. She's the only one, her and her father. So she applied for DACA. Um, took her two years and online fundraising to save the $465 application fee. She was unable to get a driver's license, jobs. She's a professor's research assistant and a Spanish interpreter for counselors. Um yeah, she's, she's working. She's working, and she's and she's doing she's doing the jobs that we need people for. We need Spanish translators. Like that's, yeah. Um, in April, her status expires. She tried to renew it with customs, and she faced repeated delays. So that's a problem too. These people are applying and applying and applying, and, it takes forever. and they're getting deferred, deferred, deferred. Um, here's someone else, Ronnie James, eighteen in Brooklyn. He's here from, um, sorry. Uh, Caribbean, St. Lucia. Mm-hmm. 
Um, not Mexico. Not Mexico. So, oh, here's the other kid. Um, what's his name? Let me find it. Armando Carrara. He's 26. He's in Florida right now. He came here when he was seven. His stepfather worked the fields, and his mother was a local garden nursery where he and his younger sister later found summer work to help pay the house bills. Um, he considered returning to Mexico for college but decided against it. In Mexico, he says, I don't have the opportunities that I have here. So he applied for uh, the Deferred Action Program, and since... They were scared that the government was trying to dupe them. He and his brother each spent, he and his sister, excuse me, each paid a lawyer $5,000 to help them apply and handle the application because they were worried that it was a trick from the government to just deport them. So they paid more money. To I don't. I don't know about you, but I couldn't pull five thousand dollars cash right no. now. No, and so the thing they is, is do they it. do this with these bullshit jobs. They save every penny that they work for. Yeah, and they make it make it work his mother uh, applied for deferred action for parents which would have allowed her to get her driver's license she was declined instead she relies on a cousin cousin who is in the country illegally and does not excuse me does not qualify for the program i mean like if anything like i know we're coming up to the end of the show if anything you could see and understand by this you have to know that those these are people mm-hmm. like these are people's lives that we're uprooting. This ain't natural disaster. Mm-hmm. This ain't Hurricane Harvey. This ain't Irma. These this is this is us. This is our government doing this to these people, uprooting them. And you know what? Just, just for no reason. Like if y'all, if anyone, I, I really could really ask, challenge us, give us a reason why this is being done why we can't work with these people who've been working with us mm-hmm. for a while since mm-hmm. 2007, etc. Like why can't we continue to work with these people who've already shown willingness to be a productive citizen? And that's what we want, man. We don't want rapists or drug. We want productive citizens. Right. And when Americans can start being that as well, um, uh, working these jobs that if these immigrants weren't here, wouldn't be worked. Um, I, I'll I'll be okay with whatever the hell you want to do with programs like this. But you know what? The truth is, we need these people here. Right. We need we, we can't we, we can't, need these dreamers. We can't sit here and and spout off this bullshit of well, we just want like I pay taxes so that they can get X, Y, and Z, or nope. so that they can drive on our roads. We can't say that when the people that we're trying to deport are the people who are literally paying their taxes. So it, 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 there's no that these aren't make illegals any sense. who aren't paying taxes. These right. aren't the ones who are. Uh, quote unquote, beating the system. It is uh, not an illegal your... amnesty program, though. I don't. No, I man. Disagree these people are the paying money. Either, they but... pay in taxes as you. In real talk, they get in more fines and taxed at a higher rate right. than you. Right. So, 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 let's make that clear. Right. Like, I mean, you can't use that people... excuse. Thank you for calling that out, Jordan. Yeah. You can't say they ain't paying taxes. I don't want to be paying for illegal. You ain't doing shit. All right. These people are. There's also people, too, that I mean, like I've heard and I'm sure you've heard of people, too, that get in car accidents and the person drives off. It's a hit and run. It affects your insurance. Insurance pays more money. Insurance more is more expensive for the rest of us. I've heard multiple people say that person was more than likely an illegal. illegal. And no. which, I mean, that's a racist statement, but yeah. they could be. I mean, I'm sure that shit happens because they they technically don't have a driver's license. They can't get insurance. So the cost overall, I think is better for the average American if we just allow these people who have been here for extended periods of time, especially the people who are going through the government routes to get accepted, to pay their taxes, to pay these $500 yes. application who are fees. are working with us. It, it would just be overall better for everyone to allow these people to become law-abiding, tax-paying citizens. 
it just makes sense in my opinion i don't uh, it I, makes 100 I mean, to me that yeah makes sense to me so. i don't yeah so don't think it's just you who doesn't understand it there's a lot of people who don't understand it but then there's a lot of people who don't even care that this is happening to a lot of people so one wake up people <laughs> no. it's just though too like i don't even understand like, i what don't can you understand do the opposition i don't i've really I, you know me, that's what i, I mean if you really give me hard. if you give me some reasons give me some reasons but like, not why? bullshit you know yeah, like, not don't bullshit, bullshit me. don't What's say the reason? You know, yeah because i'll call you out on it real quick and that's the thing like uh w- when you do argue with some of these people um and, and you give them reasons like oh well no they're they they actually pay taxes mm-hmm. well yeah you liberals would always say that all right, we'll get them out of here, fucked hard. I yeah. can't argue with you. I mean, that, Come on, that's, why, some facts. that's why I brought up get the one. Get on our page, do it our post. You know it, thick thighs, thin patience. You know our pages, guys. Right. That's why I brought up the one that said, oh, well, their parents failed them. Uh, maybe they did. Let's just take back everything we just said this entire, too. you know like, what I mean? You, like, let's just take back all the things about them said. getting out of the country because there's safety issues or resource issues, whatever. Let's just give that person the benefit of the doubt and say, yep, sure, your dad failed you. 10 years ago, 15 years ago, what Should have you? Should you be blamed for it now? Yeah. Should you be punished for it right. now? Right. Should I be punished, you know, like, because our parents messed up, because my dad messed up? Like, should <sighs> I always be ha- held accountable for everything? And, and, and the thing is, is this this comes out of, I, I am a parent, all right? Yeah. I, I do it. My kid will fuck up. And you know what? For a little bit, it is going to be my problem. Mm-hmm. It is going to be my fault. But when other people start fucking up at a certain age, it's theirs. It's on them. And mm-hmm. that's, I don't know. I'm just so frustrated right now with the whole topic about that. I mean, even if, like like I was saying, like even if it is the parent's fault, what then is the Jose from Dallas, Texas doing wrong when he's applying for DACA to try to make it right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I don't, he's trying to do it right. He's paying taxes. We've he's already doing established. I mean, DACA has only been around for 2007. So five years. Well, 2012, but they started 2012 was when they started based yes. on them living here in 2007. So they're getting these temporary work visas. We've already established to get a green card. You have to prove five years. Like being in one place. So they haven't years. even by the time since, since, DACA has been implemented. They haven't, they haven't been, been able the to get citizenship. They haven't had that chance. They have had the chance to get DACA and, and go and that they're route. Like, well, why haven't they still given? Because they haven't given. If you knew the rules, if you knew how hard it was to be a citizen, yeah. you would see that like we're cutting them. We're throwing them under the bus, man. Yeah. We gave them all this opportunity. Well, why didn't they do this? Da, 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 da. Because they didn't even get the chance. Like what we said, even in 2012, five years of citizenship, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. They, they didn't even get that chance. No. And that's who, that's the people that we're punishing right now. People who were trying to do it the right way. Right. From their parents' mistake. They didn't come over here on their own illegally. They did not break any law. Like, I'm sorry. When you're a kid, you trust, you honor, you respect. If you're a good kid and if you're raised right, you trust and honor. And I'm going to go wherever my kid where my parent goes. Well, you don't really have a choice. Yeah, you trust. I mean, you, you don't. don't. Have, you honestly you don't. don't. Money, even so at six, to. even at five. Uh, I mean, you could have stayed with some family, but what if your whole family left? Mm-hmm. You, that's the truth. And at six, you ain't thinking about no decision like that. You're going where your at parent six, goes. At six, your mom grabs your hand and picks you up. You're and going where you. your parent goes. Yeah, exactly. And the thing is, it wasn't no fucking trip. Uh, oh, let's let let's take pictures out of the side of the road. No, people were crossing rivers. People were crossing borders. Mm-hmm. People were. Paying people, people were getting in some shit just to get over here, just to leave where they were going because their country wasn't right for them. Yeah. And we're 
kicking these people out. And it's people that are your children. age and my they're age. They're our I mean, age. They're peers. 29. 31 yeah. is like the oldest. Yeah. Not, there's not even a so 31 I, year old. Yeah, I mean, I can't even imagine being put in a situation. I've been in Colorado for six years, and I call Colorado my home now. So imagine being in one place for for that long. No, I mean, 24 years. Where are your family from? Uh, we're Italian and Native American. But, uh, like, so in Italy, do you know, like, a town? Parma. Or- Parma. Okay, say you right now. Yeah. Because of your ancestors, we had to ship your ass back to Parma. And I never all right? been there. Yeah. You don't you never been there. You don't even know what the food's like. You don't, don't know nothing. Language. You don't know if it, it's a uh, hills. You don't know if it's city. I mean, I don't know if you know the shit. I'm just saying, like you don't know nothing. But I would also have to pay to get back. Yeah. Right? I mean, if like, it's a flight. Are you gonna fly me back with that big ass ticket to Italy? Like, come and on. Maybe I'm wrong on that. Maybe. I'm I just making an assumption. Yeah. But I'm, but you see how it fucked up. You see what it would be like, you see the uproot it would do, even to someone that like we're forcing them to deport it and we gotta pay them to mm-hmm. be deported. Like just that right there. Guys. I just want to like, claim I said Native American, so please everyone do a little bit of research what that actually fucking means. Indigenous. Because everyone is a fucking immigrant. <laughs> Unless like, you're one hundred percent American Native Indian, American. Yeah. you're an immigrant. Yeah. That's all. Yeah, and there's like only a few of them. So, like. and, and we gathered them up, rounded them up, gave them the least amount of resources as we could because we took their lands and we took all of their property and put them on these Native American reserves. And we say, oh, they get government funding in the shittiest fucking houses on the shittiest fucking yeah. land. Nothing and grow. Yeah. Nothing. They, they get the shittiest fucking jobs. And we say, well, you're living off government resources. So you're good. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, back to everything we always say we got to do better. And uh, and the thing you can do with this is, excuse me, I just burped, but you can <laughs> stand with these people. You can write into your city councils. You can write into your mayor. You could say, we need to support any DACA people in our, our thing. Yesterday, yeah. students at Denver Public Schools broke out right after the- Oh, I was so proud. The, yeah, man. And people want to say that people really had the nerve to say- Oh, half these students left, whatever. You know what? That's the truth. But really now, if you're over the age of 15 and you ain't seeing what's going on in this world and you have no clue, I know that's a damn lie because social media puts it out there so easy. Uh, Information, all of this. It ain't sitting down watching the news. You can see what Trump did scrolling through Instagram. You can see what Trump did on Facebook. And those kids are. And those kids are affected by this. They have immigrant parents. Those are people my age out there, too. It wasn't just children. It was people who are affected by this. These kids, it's more than likely it's their brothers and sisters or their aunt and uncles or their cousins. Yeah, these ones that were protesting were the ones who were made here. Yeah. Their older siblings weren't. Their older siblings were brought here. And that's the thing. We're going to rip up families like that. I ain't no. I don't care. Anyone can fight me care. on that. That ain't no American no. dream. No. All right. Even Dr. Phil says his biggest thing is keeping families together. So I'm just saying, like, <laughs> if Dr. Phil can do that and America can't, we on some fucked up shit then. Yeah. All right. And I'm a little heated. And I think that's the best place to... um offer you guys a good advertisement <laughs> with blue apron <laughs> i need to calm down so why don't you hit up our blue apron link it's on yes. our page it's up there it's on again. our website you'll get three free meals if you sign up using our name if not you'll get 30 dollars <laughs> off and i was just getting heated so i had to call, talk about blue no, apron. that was the best segue i've ever heard of my entire life so um hit up our link jordan throw those web pages um, at them twitter at tttp uh on facebook thick thighs thin Patience. 
Um, Instagram, Thick Thighs Podcast. Uh, just fucking search Thick Thighs. Yeah, man, you'll find us. And we're ready to hear from you. We're ready to hear some comments back. Um, We're going to get up uh, some fun topics going to. Hopefully we can do one of these shows live so you guys can see see us talking on our Facebook page. We need more guests. If you're a regular listener, you're able to set some time aside to sit with us. What are you passionate about? Let us know. We could talk about old old topics. We could bring up. We could do updated shows. JFK if you want to talk about it. Man, I love him. Oh Don't God. even get me started. Like the world would be so different if he and Robert were still alive. Dude, just yeah. think about it, man. Just think about it. And it's always the good ones that go. We try to get the good ones out of our country now. They took JFK. They took Martin Luther King. Come on, guys. They took Bobby Kennedy. I mean, like. Oh, Bob. Like, sorry. <laughs> but guys, hit us up again. This is I'm your girl Delicia. I'm Jordan. And this is Thick Thighs and Patience. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.